This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Here you go. Here you go. Core. That's the nothing personal word of the day. Core as in C-O-R-E as in core values. Today is Jackie Robinson Day. April 15th of every year. If you remember games, they baseball, everyone wears number 42. Number 42 is retired, but every team wears 42 on April 15th. And today, nobody's wearing 42. There's no games. I want to talk about Jackie Robinson. He had nine core values. And I just want to mention them because I think that as we sit here today and as we try to come to grips with the changing world, It is important to be guided by nine core values of Jackie Robinson. One, courage. Courage means doing what you know is the right thing even when it is hard to do. Determination. Staying focused on a plan even though the path to its end may be difficult. Three, teamwork. Working with other people toward a common goal. Five, persistence. Working toward a goal and continuing to move forward, even though you face obstacles or barriers. Six, integrity. Sticking to your values, regardless of what others think you should do. Seven, citizenship. Making a contribution that improves the lives of others. Justice. Treating all people fairly, no matter who they are. Commitment making a promise and following through on it. And the last core value is excellence, doing the best that you possibly can. The core values of Jackie Robinson are on display with Major League Baseball, and it's critical. Think about it. How many players have his number retired? Not by one team he played for the Brooklyn Dodgers, but by every team played for the L.A. Dodgers, too. I think. Coca, find out which teams he played for. Played for the Giants, Dodgers, I think Brooklyn and L.A., but I could be wrong. Because it's funny, when I think about Jackie Robinson, I don't even think about the teams. I don't think about him on the field. I think about what he had to go through off the field. We talked about racism in yesterday's Nothing Personal. What he had to overcome, if you're looking for a great movie, there's a ton of them, but 42 is a great movie about Jackie Robinson. And you think about the path that he was willing to forge and the, basically the struggles he had to go through, the real-life struggles, the taunting, the, 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 it was unbelievable, actually. Think about on the field, right, when we see players we don't like, 
or we don't like what they do, we boo them. Maybe instead of booing, we'll say something, but try not to be personal. Obviously, that's our whole tenant here. It's nothing personal. And with Jackie Robinson, it was all personal. Jackie Robinson played in Montreal, so I had a good opportunity to learn a lot about Jackie when I was with the Expos. He played with the Brooklyn Dodgers in MLB, and before that in the Negro Leagues, played with the Kansas City Monarchs. He had a career. I mean, he was, was he the best African-American player of all time? I don't know. I don't even care. I don't even think it's relevant. I think when you're talking about a player who broke the color barrier, that's it. And his uh, widow and, and children, I've had a chance to meet them all, and they, they're a part of Major League Baseball and, and all the Jewel events, and his name will, uh, will carry on. And, and what, what's fascinating is what teams do with that. When I was with the Marlins, we had this program. We talked about it called IU Don, which means help. I told you that we closed the company for two days a year and did days of service. I told you that we split up our employees into teams and we sent them around the South Florida community making a difference, whether it was delivering meals, whether it was taking care of kids, going to boys and girls clubs. And we did it competitively. We kept track, gave rewards. Rewards were anything from an extra paid day off to $5,000 to be given to a charity of the choice of the winning team. And we would name the teams one year after the nine core values. It was led by several great people, Some, one of whom is actually, I think, still with the Marlins. How lucky is, are the new owners to have her? Angela Smith is her name. And we had nine teams for the nine core values. Just think about it when you go through courage, determination, teamwork, persistence, integrity, citizenship, justice, commitment, and excellence. What else is there? I wonder whether he went through and thought about all the possible values there could be. Are there more? If you can do any of those nine, do all of those nine. What a difference. Jackie Robinson Day, there'll be a time when we're back on the field and players will again wear number 42. It was always great to see it. Frustrating a little bit for fans. And I had to deal with some fans who would say, hey, with no names on the back of the jersey, we can't tell who's who. And my answer was always the same because I would answer to emails like I try to answer to DMs when you DM me. That's the whole point. The whole point is we don't want you to know the name of the player. We want you to just know that it's Jackie Robinson. It's Jackie Robinson Day. We are all here for Jackie Robinson. One of my favorite pieces of memorabilia is a signed huge picture of Dontrell Willis. And he's wearing a 42 jersey and he signed it uh, thanking for the opportunity, whatever, whatever it was. And I was thinking about someone like Dontrell Willis, who had that unbelievable career for us in Florida and then was traded to Detroit and, and really didn't make it after that. And now he's uh, an MLB analyst on a network. And he would talk about Jackie Robinson all the time. I spent hours with Mike Hill, our GM, and then future president of baseball operations, who's the only African-American president of baseball ops. I guess Kenny Williams is. But Mike Hill's actually running the team. Well, anyway, so I would learn so much from Mike, so much from Dontrell. I spoke to Juan Pierre about Jackie Robinson, but I would also speak to white players and just think about what was what the impact was. And do you think about people who came before you? It's such an interesting question in athletics, right? Does anyone actually pay attention to the people who came before them? All the players stand up and say, hey, we're being hardcore with the union because of the people who are coming behind us. JT Realmuto goes to arbitration saying, listen, I'm doing this for all future catchers. Do you think when the next future catcher comes, 
20, 30 years from now, he'll look back and say, wow, thank you, JT. I was reminded of that Shaquille O'Neal story. I never really found out whether it was true, but it just sort of always has struck me, and I've retold it. In many of the speeches I give, I'll tell this story. Lenny Wilkins was coaching an Olympic team with Shaquille O'Neal on it, and reportedly, supposedly, allegedly, doesn't matter. Shaquille O'Neal was having troubles with Lenny Wilkins and said to Lenny Wilkins, hey, by the way, you know, you're just a coach. You never played. And someone said to Shaquille, hey, Shaq, Lenny Wilkins is in the Hall of Fame as a player. And it's funny because there's so many players, right? And you don't know the history of your game necessarily. You grew up playing your game. You're good at a skill. You're so good at it. Some people don't even like baseball. They don't study the history of baseball. Some of the best baseball players who you cheer for actually don't focus on the history of the game at all, at all. I tried to do my part. A lot of people do their part. It's Jackie Robinson Day. It's April 15th, and there's nine core values. That's the word of the day. It's core. Well, guess what we're up to? Wait for it. If you're watching, I appreciate it. If you're listening, downloading, subscribing, thank you. Tell a friend. Because when you hear what you're about to hear, you know, right? Like Pavlov's dog, you know that something good is about to happen. Ready? Hello. Uh, Yes, this is uh, the assistant for President Trump. I am holding for Commissioner Rob Manford. Okay, thank you. Okay, I'd like to call this meeting to order. Commissioner Manford, you were the last to join. Thank you. This Zoom meeting is now officially in session. I'd like everyone to state who they are. And before you talk during the course of this meeting, you need to identify who you are because I'm not looking at the screen. I'm actually watching the 2004 World Series. Okay, identify yourself, everyone, please. Hi, this is Roger Goodell, Commissioner, NFL. Hi, I'm Gary Bettman, Commissioner, NHL. Hi, I'm Adam Silver, Commissioner, NBA. Hi, I'm Rod Manford, Commissioner, Major League Baseball. Hi, I'm Vince McMahon, WWE. Hey, guys, it's Dana White, UFC. Hi, this is Robert Kraft, owner, New England Patriots. Hello, this is Jerry Jones, owner, Dallas Cowboys. Hi, it's Mark Cuban. Owner, Dallas Mavericks. Okay, anyone else? Okay. Well, I want to thank you all for being here today. Again, I'm not going to introduce myself when I talk because, hey, I'm the president. Hold on. There's a big at-bat coming. You go, Dave. Is that? I think that's Dave Roberts. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, this is a very important call. I want to get everyone here together. The purpose of this call is to get you to help me figure out how to reopen the economy and when to reopen the economy. We need sports. I miss sports. I'm tired of watching games that are 14 years old or 15 years old. I'm now watching games 16 years old. We got to find a way to get people in just like an Easter service. We want them watching sports, getting that economy rolling. I'm going to need ideas, everybody. I'm going to need thoughts and ideas. Hi, hi, it's Vince. I'd like to start. 
I just want to say that I volunteer, Mr. President, to take the minutes of this meeting and I'll circulate them all. I've got all this extra XFL stationery, so I'm going to be taking minutes on the XFL stationery. Well, thank you, Vince. That's very nice of you. And uh, again, we're so sorry about what happened with the XFL. But if you read page number 4,222, paragraph 74, there may be a little stupple in the stimulus package for you. Hold on. Every, hold on. I'm, I'm muting everyone. I'm getting a call from Ron DeSantis. One second. Ron. Yes. Yes. I'm on the call with Vince right now. Yes. I know that reportedly his family gave a huge, huge gift. Well, of course, wrestling, of course, WWE is absolutely essential. I got to call you back. Hi, Vince. You got it. It's essential. Don't worry. But please, Keep taking minutes on your XFL stationery. Thank you. Hi, this is Dana. I just want to say that I'm all in favor of getting the economy back. And I don't know what Dr. Fauci is saying or Dr. Mrs. Burks is saying, but I, I know this. I am taking everyone to the fountains of Bellagio. There's an island right there. And my backup plan is the Treasure Island Casino. We are going to get the UFC back in business. Thank you. Um, Dana, can you just expand on that a little bit? What is your exact plan for UFC 249? Mr. President, that's UFC 250, 249. You remember we had to postpone because I got called into the principal's office by Bob Squared. Oh, yes. Yes, that's right. Okay, but Dana, what about your island? Because we're not really sure when Vegas is going to open up. Hi, this is Roger Goodell. I know exactly when Vegas is going to open up. We got people betting. You're opening it now. Roger, we're going to get to you. Thank you. But, But Dana, what is your plan exactly for UFC 250? Well, folks, we have this bubble that we're making, and I think everyone should do it in every sport. All you have to do is create the biggest biodome of all time. We're going to put all of our people in it. We're going to put cameramen. We're going to put boom operators, gaffers, sound guys, makeup artists. We're going to have tests for everyone. And then the best part is we're never going to let them leave because there's no hotels open right now in Vegas. And I'm still working right now to get the hotels open in Vegas. But I really can't get my friend Steve Wynn to return my call. So I'm having a hard time finding a place. So what we did is, and you may want to pay attention to this, Adam, because this is critical. We're bringing in bunk beds for the athletes. Hi, this is Adam Silver. I just want to say that uh, we'd have to have oversized bunk beds because when we go to hotels, we have to get extra long beds because the players don't like it when their feet hang off the bed. Hey, this is Gary. I don't even understand what you're saying. There's players whose feet hang off the bed. I'm sitting here at five, six. Anyway, I just want to say that I really appreciate that you're letting me on this call. And I had I really didn't think I'd be allowed to be on this. You know, the NHL will do anything you guys say. We'll play into the summer. We'll play in shorts and T-shirts. I'm just going to shut up and listen now. Well, thank you, Gary. Well, does anyone actually have an idea? Well, well, Mr. President, this is Jerry Jones. I just want to put it on record right now. The stadium project in L.A. must continue to be built. You got to call that governor. We need construction workers on the case. You have no idea what's in it for me 
if the stadium opens on time. And all this talk about football with no fans. Are you kidding me? We got to put fans in that stadium. We got to start paying the debt service. You know that very well. Mr. President, I'm calmer now. I just want to again say that I'm in favor of anything you say to do. Well, well, Jerry, I'd like your opinion. Well, my opinion is that we've got to let construction continue and we've got to play the football season, period, end of story. I'm getting a lot of service at home because our Legends Hospitality is doing no business. As it is with no fans, we're in trouble. I keep getting calls from the Steinbrenner family. May Hank Steinbrenner rest in peace. No more calls from him. But I'm getting calls because we have no business. We got to get that stadium opened and filled. Well, thank you, Jerry. Um, But what is your suggestion for timing? Um, Hi, Mr. President. This is Mark Cuban. I just want to say that uh, I'm paying attention to what you're all saying, but I'm on this call because I'm practicing to actually take your job, Mr. President. It's not going to be for a while. Don't worry. But I'm just going to really stand back. I know you don't think I'm used to that. I think there's a lot of good points being made here. Well, Mark, this is Rob Manford. There's been actually no points being made. Rob, I don't really want to hear from you. Hi, it's Mark. I don't really want to hear from you because you wouldn't even let me be an owner of your team. Guess what? I'm going to trump you. (laughs) Do you get that pun, Don? I'm going to trump you and I'm going to take away, take away your antitrust exemption when I'm president because I just paid attention and the president can do anything. Federalism? Forget it. If I want to do it, I can do it. Well, okay, Mark. Sorry. Okay. Anyone else have a thought? Anybody? Um, Excuse me. This is Robert Kraft. Could everyone just hold on one second? I'll be right back. I have a spa appointment. It's going to be two minutes. That's it. I'll be right back. Could everyone just hold? Well, Bobby, we can't hold for you. We got to keep going. It's no problem. I got the Bluetooth. I got the the thing that they can put in my ear. So I'm I'm on the phone. Could you just hold? Hey, what? Who's that? Who? Who just called? Jay Monahan, is that you? Hey, I'm Zoom bombing. Jay, we're not talking about golf or tennis on this call. You already said you're coming back to play tournaments in June. You're going public with timelines, which is a violation of this billionaire boys club. You can't give dates. You've got tournaments out. People are all excited for the green jacket in November. Green jacket, I think it's going to be brown. We just got Zoom bombed. This is the president. Excuse me, Mike. Yeah, Vice President Pence, could you please find out why people are Zoom bombing into my special call with the commissioners? Uh, Excuse me, Mr. President, it's Mike. I'm on a call, actually. I'm doing a separate sports call with people from the college football playoff. Well, hi, this is Roger Goodell. The college football playoff? 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 Um, Is Jim Moore on the call? No. Why? Uh, I'm just curious, but... Playoff? Why would you be talking about the playoff, Vice President Pence? That's not till January. Yeah, but I got to do something. It's not like I'm working, getting tests for everyone. Who needs tests? You know, I just want to say this is Adam Silver. That would be really important if we could get more tests. You know, there's been a lot of talk about getting sports back and opening the economy. The first thing we really have to do is get more tests out there. Hi, this is Rob Manford. I just want to say that we are participating in this Amazing study. Um, Rob, this is the president. 
I want to thank you very much for that. I know that there was absolutely nothing that was self-serving about that. I know absolutely very well that 27 of your 30 teams have agreed to get their fingers pricked, send in the blood. We're going to see about those antibodies. We're going to see the antibodies. And if we know about the antibodies, you know what that means? There are some people who are against their own bodies. Hi, Mr. President, this is Dr. Fauci. Wrong line. Wrong line. No, no, no. You were just talking about antibodies. It's not being against a body. It's being able to fight. But you did what, Doctor? Yes, Dr. Fauci. Okay, go ahead and say it. All right, gentlemen, I just want to say that I did a recording today. I think it may have been on Snapchat or it's possible it was on Instagram. I don't know whether there was a video or an audio. I just know that I was asked a question. And the question I was asked was, can sports be back? And I said, yeah, I miss sports. Well, hi, this is Commissioner Manford. Uh, Dr. Fauci, what exactly is your plan to getting sports back? Well, I just know that people miss their sports, and the way to do it is to get lots of testing. You know there's not going to be fans, no fans, for the rest of the year. Hi, Dr. Fauci, it's Roger Goodell. Don't tell me that. Of course there are going to be fans. Hey, Dr. Fauci, this is Jerry Jones. Would you please look in your bank account for that stimulus check that I just sent? No, it ain't $1,200. And yes, there's going to be fans. There's a lot of zeros in there, Fouch. Um, Jerry, this is Roger. You were invited on this call. Could you just take it down a notch, Chachi, please? I'm on this. Dr. Fauci, we got to have fans. Well, I'm sorry. This is Dr. Fauci. There aren't going to be fans. We have to prepare everyone for the fact there will not be fans. Is there anything we can do? Is there any? Who's that? Hello? Hello? Is this the right call? Are, are the commissioners on this call? Hello? Hi, I'm Don Garber. Yes, for whatever reason, the password didn't work. Um, hi, this is the president. Yeah, Don, that was the password from the last call. You're actually not on this committee. If you want, we have an opening in my other committee. You'll just have to call Ivanka and Jared. But if you do, you could get on that committee too. But no, Don. Oh, Sorry, but is anything going on? Can I send a message to my fans? Can I do anything? Because I've got people in Miami who are trying like crazy to have their franchise opener. David Beckham worked seven years to get the opener in Miami. Is there going to be one? What about with fans? Hey, Don, this is Donald. Yeah, can you get me in touch with Victoria Spice for Melania? Hey, this is Rob. You know, in baseball, we would actually take Beckham if he would throw out a first pitch. That would be really cool. Hi, this is Don still. Guys, is there going to be Major League Soccer? Because I'm putting out a statement. Watch this. Watch this. Hi, I'm Roger Goodell. Pay attention. Watch carefully. Click. That'll do it for Don. All right, let's get back. This is the president. One more round. We've just got to go around. I'm asking one final time. What is anyone's suggestion as to how to get the economy going again? Commissioner Manford, you start. Thank you, Mr. President. I really don't know much about starting the economy, but I can certainly tell you what we want to do, and that's we want to be first. Hi, this is Roger. We want to be first. Hi, this is Gary. We're first. Hi, this is Jay. I'm still on. We're going to be first. Hey, this is Dana. Don't tell me that. We're, we have something confirmed. We're first. Hey, this is Vince. I just gave a huge donation. I'm going to be first. Oh, one second. Everyone hold. I'll be right back, Rob. I, I'm just furloughing a few employees. One second, please. Hey, guys. 
This is Rob. I just want to say that I have taken a 35% pay cut and promised to pay all employees through May 31st. And several of our teams in baseball have done the same. Is anyone copying that? Hi, this is the president one more time because I got to move on to my next call because I got a very important call. I'm very, very busy. Very busy. No, could you turn it back, please? Could you turn it back? I'm listening to Conway. I'm trying to figure out why it's called COVID-19. I, th- I thought it'd be COVID-1 too. Turn it back. Okay. Hi, this is Adam. I just want to say that we're willing to skip the entire regular season. We'll go right into the playoffs. We'll play in front of no fans because we've got to get that broadcast revenue in and playoff revenue in. And let me tell you, this is going to impact the salary cap going forward. So we're going to have to have some serious talks with our Players Association. Hey, Adam, it's Rob. We got a major situation with our Players Association. We have a new agreement coming up after 2021. And guess what? The revenue aren't going to be $11 billion. Hey, Rob, you don't even have a salary cap. Who's this? Yes, it's Roger. Yeah, I know. Hey, it's Adam. Yeah, we have a major problem with our salary cap. It's going down and all these mediocre players are making all this money. What's going to happen when the salary cap, by definition, half the teams will be over the level? Well, what level, Adam? I'm talking about the level where they have to pay a fine and they have to lose picks. I'm going to have to take away picks. Oh, I got a solution. This is Rob. Just cut the draft. Cut it by cut it to five rounds. Make it like one round. Just one round and everyone else is a free agent. I'm telling you, we're doing that in the Major League Baseball draft. It's so good that a third round pick last year would have made 338000 This year, that same player is going to make twenty grand. How great is that? Um, gentlemen, I, w- I want to I get, this, get this together. I want to thank you all so much. Vince, are you running out of XFL stationery? No, President, I've got so much XFL. I'm sending everyone a shirt. Everyone's getting an XFL shirt. Well, that's very nice of you, Vince. Thank you so much. I just want to say that I need everyone to stay in touch. We're going to be having these calls weekly. And I want a better formulated plan for next because I'm going to meet the media after this call. And I'm going to say that we made tremendous progress. We really got the most brilliant minds in the world together. And we have an opportunity to show America how it's done. You got that, Mark? Yes, sir. Robert, you're back? I certainly am. Jerry, you're my guy. I know, Mr. President. Okay, thank you. I got to go. I think that's how the call's going to go today. This is David, by the way. Is that weird that I just did an entire call like that? Coca, you awake? (laughs) Ay, ay, ay. I got worked up. I was worked up. There's an actual call going on just like that. And by the way, if you think for one minute that that's not how the call is going to go, then you've never been on a call with these guys. So I touched on something in that call and I went right over it, but I want to get back to it to make sure we're all understanding because it's getting a lot of news that the MLB is participating in this extensive COVID-19 antibody test. Remember that line, antibody against bodies? Well, that's not really what an antibody test is, but we're trying to figure out 10,000 employees around baseball are being tested all the way from admin assistants to concessionaire workers to players, potentially, to front office executives. And the purpose is to discover how many people are, in fact, infected and were asymptomatic. Well, the thing about this test, and baseball's taking a lot of credit for doing it, getting a lot of credit. The quotes are unreal, and I'm going to read them. What is pretty amazing about it to me is that this is something that we've known is an issue for months now. 
we need to not just test 10,000 people and do a study and extrapolate from that study how many people may or may not be infected. The reality is before fans can come back into any stadiums or concerts or have large gallery gatherings and not do social distancing, the only way to do that is with a literally a note from the doctor that either A, you've been vaccinated or B, you've got the antibodies and we somehow prove that having the antibodies means that you cannot transmit COVID-19. That's the bottom line. I found it strange when it was announced and all these articles were written that the doctors involved were so quick, so quick to say MLB did not partner with us for any selfish reason to get their sport back sooner. They jumped in for public health policy. That was their intention and their only intention. This is going to be unbelievable for public health policy and sport is giving back. Baseball gets nothing out of this other than to test drive public health policy. Well, speaking as someone who's been in baseball and been involved in sports and business for decades, I understand that we want that to be the PR message, and I would write those exact quotes, and I would sell you those quotes. All that being said, it's just not accurate. But does that make it bad? Is it bad that Major League Baseball is not being totally forthcoming, that they're being a little self-serving? No. Have you ever thought about how invention and inu- in, I was going to say innuation, innovation, how innovation happens and inventions, technology, it happens because people want to make more money. Baseball needs to get its season going. They will do anything. You think the other leagues, what about the corner grocery store? What about the corner real estate shop? What about the cruise industry? You think we could get 10,000 cruise industry members to take a test? You bet your bippy we could. I'm fine with it. I like the baseball's doing it. I really am totally fine with that. It's important. But we're talking about weeks. They're saying that they're going to have the results of this test and do a paper by next week. Come on. We know better. Stop giving timelines, everybody. Please just stop. Let's just keep flattening the curve and try to figure out the best way to get the economy started again. And to do that, we need doctors to tell us when, we need economists to tell us how, and we need governors and people in state legislatures and the federal government to work together because it's not going to be like a light switch. Let's see what this COVID-19 antibody test looks like. And in the meantime, we just got to be patient and just keep growing, keep the faith. So as part of quarantining, I hope you're participating. I really hope you are. Are you? In the Quarantine Lifetime Best Picture Challenge. So what that is, the Quarantine Lifetime Best Picture Challenge, that is when you have an opportunity to watch every Best Picture movie from your entire life. So I have 51 I have to watch. This year it'll be the 52nd. We don't know what the Best Picture nominees will be. I've seen 50 out of 51. I'm going to rewatch every single one of them. I'm going to review them over the next 51 days. I may take longer because I may want to review other things, like when Shit's Creek ended. I'm going to want to review Homeland when it ends, only two more episodes of Homeland. I may review a couple seasons of Grey's Anatomy to remind people how brilliant it is. I may want to review other movies that I'm in the mood to watch, like if I'm in the mood to watch a comedy or something to make me happy. I watched the movie yesterday, and I, it, it actually, I've seen it probably four times. It, it was better last night than any other time I'd seen it. It's a movie directed by Martin Scorsese, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon, Martin Sheen, Mark Wahlberg, Vera Farmiga. It's called The Departed. The Departed is a movie about Jack Nicholson, who is a mob boss, basically, 
and he's got a bunch of stool pigeons working for him in the FBI. Alec Baldwin makes a cameo appearance and is funny. It's amazing that Alec Baldwin has become like Mr. Cameo. He was a cameo in one of my favorite Cameron Crowe movies. No one liked it, Elizabethtown. He was a cameo. Back then, remember when uh, Orlando Bloom, who's now the father of Katy Perry's soon-to-be-born baby? Yeah, that guy. So uh, I met Orlando Bloom at a Broadway play and spoke to him for maybe four minutes. And another example of an actor, he's literally three-quarters of an inch taller than I am. Orlando Bloom. I pictured him being like 6'2 and strapping. You wouldn't even notice him if you were walking down the street. So Orlando Bloom was in a movie called Elizabethtown, and he made these shoes for a company, and the shoes were a total flop, and the company lost a billion dollars. A billion dollars. That was pretty prescient over what's happening right now with companies. Anyway, so Alec Baldwin has a cameo, and the movie generally has perfect dialogue, perfect acting. Leonardo DiCaprio, to me, could have won Best Actor for his performance. Matt Damon, as a bad guy, is very interesting to me. Is that a spoiler? By the way, can you do spoilers for movies that are 14 years old? I get in trouble on the Levitard show. I get in trouble just in the course of a day when I'm talking about movies or TV shows, when I'm doing spoilers. I get it if a movie just came out. But if a movie won Best Picture and it's 14 years old, I think all bets are off. I think I can almost spoil Parasite, last year's Best Picture winner, but not yet. I'm willing to give that time. But Departed, yeah, Matt Damon is a bad guy. Mark Wahlberg is the last scene with Mark Wahlberg basically sums up the movie. And you just know that at the end that Mark Wahlberg will get it done. Try to watch The Departed. Try to do the Quarantine Lifetime Best Picture Challenge. You definitely won't be sorry. It's that much fun. So we're on day 31 of the Beer Challenge. Day 31. I I can't believe it. We did the first 30 days with MLB teams. I had some level of concern with what would happen if we had to go the full 100 days. I'm happy and I will do my part and give $1,000 a day away for 100 days. I will grow the beard until MLB starts. But these next 70 days were supposed to be for all for South Florida. And I started thinking to myself, should I do just South Florida or should I spread it around more? I've promised everyone that I would do South Florida. I was wondering, should I go back through and maybe do all the NBA teams for the next 32 days? What about the NFL? What about NHL? Those foundations for those teams. I've, I've gotten a lot of information. A lot of people have spoken to me about that they've gone on websites of teams. They've given what they could, and I appreciate it. It matters. And even if you're tipping your drivers extra, your Uber Eats, your DoorDash, your Grubhub, whatever service you're using, or if you're picking up food and you're triple tipping the people who are preparing your food or even your mailman or delivery guy, FedEx guy. UPS guy, whoever it is, that counts as a donation. You don't get to deduct it for tax purposes. If you give to an actual foundation, you do get to deduct that from your taxes. So I'm going to do someone from South Florida today, but I'm going to give it thought. Go on my uh, Twitter, David P. Sampson, get into my DMs. Give me your opinion. Should I go back to doing a team a day? Maybe move on to the NBA starting tomorrow. Should I stick with just South Florida organizations? I'm definitely torn about that. One of my favorite South Florida organizations is called Feeding Florida, Feeding South Florida. The chairman is a great guy. And uh, 
It's an organization. We talked about it before on the show. Anthony's Coal Fire Pizza is donating during the month of April 10,000 pizzas to Feeding South Florida, to Feeding Florida, to get pizzas to healthcare workers and to people who need food. So many people are needing food right now. It's not you're not doing this basically to get attention. You're not doing because the camera is on. You're doing it because it's the right thing to do. Feeding South Florida is a great organization. You can read all about it. So $1,000 today is going to Feeding South Florida. And there's a math equation in terms of how much money it costs to feed someone, but it is much less than you'd think. So you give $19, you're going to be feeding more than one person for sure. MLB, is it the ML Beer Challenge? ML Beer Challenge. Day 31. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. So, you want to talk to Samson? Yeah, I think you do. Okay. So, so you want to talk to Samson is a... Uh, a program you know what it is it's from the movie half baked it is about uh guys who sell drugs yeah that's pretty much what it is and they're not half baked they're whole baked fully baked completely baked and there's a guy in there named samson so so you want to talk to samson do you remember the mascot story i told a couple days ago if you're not listening and you're new to the show you can go back there's this is episode 115 plus some bonus episodes Think about that. You want to binge that? Binge nothing personal. It's 45 minutes every day. You could listen to like two or three a day unless you're tired of these dulcet tones. Yeah, I hear. Okay, fine. One a day. So I talked about the mascots, and I talked about the truth about people under the mascots and how it works. And someone sent me a question. It's a great question. Following up the mascot story, are all stadium games rigged? And who actually gives the money or prizes to the fans? Can you further explain how sponsorships work? And if you have time, do teams have insurance for larger stadium giveaways or prizes? That's a great question. So let's go to the first one. Are stadium games rigged? Can I really talk about this, Coca? I'm just curious. Can I or not? All right, so here's how it goes. Let me start from the beginning. If you're watching me, you're just seeing I'm wiping my brow. Yes, I am. I've got a handkerchief that's for not blow, not show. It's for actually wipe. I'm wiping a little bit of sweat, which I don't know if you can see. By the way, I just noticed this many minutes in, I'm back in the dark because Coca did not tell me to turn the light on. Watch this. I'm going to stand up, stand up, 
while I'm doing the show. Can you hear me still? Can you hear me now? I'm about to fall over. Oh, God, the light just fell. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hold on. I'm here. Everyone be calm. Okay. The light's back on. If you're watching this live, this really is happening. This is literally happening where the light just fell on me and I'm stuck in the cord. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> Wait a minute. I think the computer moved. Did my camera move, Coca? Hold on. I think I bent the computer and camera. One second. <laughs> okay, is that better? No, it's not even close to what it was. All right, I promise by tomorrow it'll be fixed. Oh, my God, that was funny. Oh, wait a minute. I need the handkerchief back because I'm totally sweating now. Okay, are all games rigged? Well, when we do the shell game, you know the shell game when you have to choose what's under and the, and the balls are under a helmet and you move the balls around and we bring someone from the audience, from the fans, and we have our in-stadium personality go to them and say, hey, do you want to win a bag of clothes or a gift certificate to the following company? All you have to do is follow the ball. Guess what? We practice that. And we make sure that it's not so hard because we part of our sponsorship deal is that someone's going to win every time. Because sponsors pay for that game. The way it works is a, a, a company will say to your corporate sponsorship department, hey, I've got $100,000 and I'd like to see what elements you're offering. And so our job is to give them a menu of possibilities. So we do. We'll say, hey, we have an in-stadium promotion. We'll do it during the fifth inning of every game. It's called a shell game. Do you want to do the shell game? If you're an ice cream company, instead of ha um, helmets and balls – we can make it ice cream cones and put scoops of ice cream under the cones. We've got the technology to do any of that. And in return, you give us not just the $100,000, but as part of that, we want a gift certificate to your ice cream store because we'll give that to the winner. And we'll give a Marlin shirt, but that will cost you an extra $50 per game times 80 games. So that's going to be an extra four grand, 40 grand. Did I just say four grand? I think it is four grand. 80 times five is 400. So it's 80 times 50 is 4,000. Do I have that right, Coca? Can you imagine? I can't do a math equation in my head. I have quarantine brain. I think I'm right. In any case, so this is what we do. We make sure when we choose someone, we go into the stands while the inning's going on. We identify who we're going to call on. Then we have the cameraman there. We say, listen, you're about to do the shell game. Pay close attention. But we've got assistants and people around in case the person can't pay attention. And guess what happens off camera after it's done? You hear people in the audience telling one, two, three, three, two, one, three. Well, there's someone who you should listen to. And it's the someone right with the cameraman. And guess what? 99 out of 100 times, it's going to be right. The guess is going to be right. How does that happen? Hmm. Wonder. Yes, things are rigged. We need to give away the items because companies have sponsored the items. They want the items to be given. They want to be associated with success, not failure. There are some companies that if you warn them in advance and say, hey, do you want to sponsor a trivia? And are you okay with some people not getting the trivia answers right? Some companies will say, no, we want everyone to get them right. Some companies say, you know what? We're totally fine if no one gets the questions right. And then we will write questions that will be either hard or easy in order to see what the company wants. In terms of insurance, well, 
only if it's big. So there are times when you go to a game. Let's say that there's a million-dollar half-court shot. If you hit a half-court shot in an NBA game at halftime, you will win a million dollars. Well, nine times out of ten, the team will get insurance for that. There are companies who will insure that, actually, and you pay a premium. We offered to pay people's mortgages one year if they could. we would pick someone and pay off their mortgage. We offered a home run. Have you ever seen, like, hit the target? And if a home run ball hits a tiny little target, someone wins a million dollars or someone wins a half a million dollars, whatever the case may be, there's insurance for that. And you're smart to do it. For smaller prizes, we never would take insurance. If we're giving away 50000 or or 100000 we'd make it really hard because we'd never want to lose. But we would self-insure that just in case. Like when we had players or uh, uh, fans doing a home run derby or fans doing some sort of throwing from line to line or some sort of fans doing a running race, anything that we would do around baseball or basketball, they would probably just self-insure that. But like if someone has to make a half court shot and then a three quarters court shot and then a full court shot all in 30 seconds to win a million dollars, if I'm the president of that team, I'm self-insuring that because I think it'll be a million times before anybody hits those three shots in a row. So really, we make it as though only buying insurance if there's a possibility or a chance that we're going to need it. Thanks for the So You Want to Talk to Samson. I do appreciate that very much. I want to get to my wait to see, but first, I got to make some corrections. Something that's important, and you know this, when I say something wrong, I'm going to tell you about it. And uh, a wait to see is when I make a prediction or I tell you something's going to happen and it doesn't happen, I tell you it didn't happen. If it does happen, I tell you it did happen and we keep track. A correction is when I tell you something during the course of this 45-minute show and I'm just wrong and it's happened. Remember when I said Richard Sherman ran the ball for the Seahawks and I was corrected and I was told it was Marshawn Lynch? Well, I made what is a record, second mistake on the same play. I told you a few days ago, that that was a fourth down carry. It turns out that the Seahawks threw that interception on second down, not fourth down. I was wrong. I admit it. The second thing I was wrong about, two errors. I think this was yesterday's show. We were talking about racism. Kyle Larson, who got fired for being a racist, violating rule number one. You may have seen on Twitter, we cut three minutes of this show out and showed you the video. If you're listening to this, you could have seen that on David P. Sampson or... Uh, You may have listened to the Jackie Robinson word of the day earlier in this show. Pretty ironic. Back-to-back shows. Back-to-back, completely opposite people. In any case, I thought that that Kyle Larson, in addition to being a racist, that there was a possibility that this was a negative side effect of coronavirus where he was actually being microphoned while doing his eye racing, his virtual eye race. And it turns out that I was corrected. NASCAR mics their drivers. So apparently during races, mics are on. So this wouldn't have been avoided. But that's not a real correction. Because the way it really works is when players are mic'd is that there's a tape delay and that there's nothing that would be released by a network that would ever put a player in a compromising position, ever. So had this been tape delayed and been a regular NASCAR race, while he would have been mic'd, and therefore I am incorrect because I thought the drivers are not mic'd, still, that word would not have come out and he wouldn't have lost his job. But the word did come out, which means it's a word that's at the tip of his tongue more than just when he's doing eye racing. Wait to see. A lot of talk. We got the NFL draft coming, and it's virtual. NFL draft is virtual. 
The number one pick belongs to the Cincinnati Bengals. A lot of rumors here in Miami that that trade could happen. The Dolphins are going to trade all of their picks, and they've got a gaggle of them. they got the five pick. They've got maybe like three other, the 16, the 26, 38, 42. Hike! The Cincinnati Bengals, under no scenario, will trade their number one pick. They will. Bonus, wait to see. The number one pick to the Bengals will be Joe Burrow. Wait to see it from Goodell's basement. Did you like that call with Goodell? Because you know what happened after that call. All the commissioners got back on the line and they said, hey, I know you want to be first. I want to be first. I'm going to be first. And remember, remember one thing, Raj. That's what Rob said. It's just business. It's nothing personal. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.